From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, May the 4th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's primary election is today. ONN's Dave James reports that the polls opened at 6.30 this morning. This election doesn't decide who will sit in the White House, but Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose says that does not mean it's not important. It's not in every community, uh, but many counties in Ohio do have both issues and candidates on the ballot. Uh, And you want to check out your county Board of Elections website for more information about that, as well as the official Ohio Secretary of State website, which is voteohio.gov. The polls are open until 7.30 tonight. Dave James, ONN News. Voters in Cincinnati vote today for the six candidates in the running to be the next mayor. The top two vote-getters will advance to the November election. The race is nonpartisan, but Democrats dominate the city's politics. Among the candidates are Democratic State Senator Cecil Thomas, former Democratic congressional nominee Aftab Purval, and David Mann, a former Democratic U.S. House member who has served as mayor before. They are running to succeed Mayor John Cranley, who is term-limited after serving two four-year terms. He is also preparing to run in the Democratic governor primary in 2022. Governor Mike DeWine and state health officials say all indicators are that Ohio is moving in the right direction in the fight against COVID-19. Andrew Kinsey reports. First, Governor Mike DeWine revealed the state's cases per 100,000, even though that usually doesn't get revealed until Thursdays. 147.9, which is another decrease from last week. The goal is to get to 50, and we also saw fewer than 1,000 new cases for the second straight day. The last time that happened, late September. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Doctors are continuing to urge people to follow up on getting a second dose of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. Emily Cohen has more. The CDC is reporting that nearly 8% of those who have received the first dose of a COVID-19 vaccine hadn't returned to get the second shot. Many report they're afraid of the side effects. Chief Medical Officer at Mercy Health, Dr. James Tita, says the side effects are no worse for the second dose than they were for the first. And I would say that For the majority of patients who get either dose, most of them have either very mild or no symptoms at all. Emily Cohen reporting in Toledo. Court records show that the Ohio State University is planning to offer individual settlements to those suing the university over allegations of sexual abuse by former university doctor Richard Strauss. The Columbus Dispatch reports the U.S. District Court filing yesterday outlined the program, which would be available to plaintiffs in five active lawsuits. A university spokesman says Ohio State is committed to paying settlements averaging about $252,000 per plaintiff. Investigators concluded that Strauss sexually abused at least 177 students between 1979 and 1998 and that university personnel repeatedly failed to act. Lawsuits filed against OSU indicate that the number of victims was actually much higher. More than 400 supporters of former President Donald Trump have been charged in the storming of the U.S. Capitol January 6th, including members of far-right extremist groups. Tracy Townsend has more. At least 18 of those cases, including one announced yesterday, are against Ohio residents identified by the FBI through social media posts and surveillance footage. Federal prosecutors say at least four Ohioans had links to the anti-government militia group, the Oath Keepers. In most cases, defendants are charged with entering the Capitol illegally and engaging in violent and destructive conduct while there. Some are in custody, while others are free pending upcoming hearings. I'm Tracy Townsend. 
A Nelsonville firefighter who died while trying to save a family's burning home is being remembered. Andrew Kinsey has more with the woman whose family escaped from that blaze. They were able to escape, but firefighter Jeff Arms got low on oxygen. That's when they say he took off his tank and mask and he continued to fight the fire until he collapsed. He was trying to get the hose up the bank here. Well, when he was doing so, he had the hose like this and he was turned this way, yanking it. And he just kind of like paused for a second and then he just kind of like went limp. Governor Dwight honored arms by lowering flags to have staff until the day of his funeral. That funeral scheduled for Friday. It is open to the public. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Police say one northeastern Ohio resident received a rude awakening as someone tried to rob them early Monday morning. Owen's Michael Kelly has more. Police in Hartville, just between Akron and Canton, took to Facebook, warning residents to lock their homes and cars, even in a small town, after a man went inside someone's home through an unlocked door and tried to steal a motorcycle and truck. He did not succeed, but the thief did wake the owner up and hold him at gunpoint, once firing a shot. They say about 12 hours later, a suspect, Stephen Cheney, was arrested and charged with attempted aggravated murder, burglary, and grand theft. Stolen goods were recovered along with a gun. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Ohio native and L.A. Lakers star LeBron James is sharing his thoughts on the police-involved shooting of a 16-year-old girl in Columbus. More from Yolanda Harris. LeBron James is once again tweeting about the death of Micaiah Bryant. You may remember James posted and then later deleted a tweet with a photo of a Columbus police officer and the caption, your next accountability. Well, he says he took it down because people were using it to spread hate. In a new tweet, he wrote, he fueled the wrong conversation about Micaiah Bryant. James went on to say he owes it to her and this movement to change the conversation. I'm Yolanda Harris. A private hospital system is refusing to release the names of officers involved in the fatal shooting of a man in a Columbus area emergency room last month. Officers with Mount Carmel St. Anne's Hospital in suburban Columbus are certified by the state and carry guns, like hundreds of other sworn officers working for private entities in Ohio. But because they are not part of a formal department and don't carry out regular police duties, the hospital argues they aren't covered by the state's open records law. Both Columbus and St. Anne's officers fired their weapons during the April 12th incident. And a new legislative effort to crack down on distracted driving would make it illegal to drive in Ohio while holding a phone or any other electronic device. Here's Tracy Townsend. The bill introduced yesterday by Republican House members Cindy Abrams of suburban Cincinnati and Brian Lampton of Beaver Creek would also make distracted driving a primary driving offense. That would mean police would not need another reason to pull drivers over before enforcing the ban on holding devices. The measure incorporates many elements of a proposal that Republican Governor Mike DeWine unsuccessfully pushed earlier this year. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.